Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. You don't have to hold your mouth, Blake. It's fine. We can hear you breathing. Um, plot, plot twist, he wasn't breathing. <laughs> Blake's hanging out with us. We were just hanging out in the studio and hey, hey, talking Blake. about stuff. Hi. I had the strange desire to not say anything at the beginning of this and just see what y'all did. I would have sat quiet. I, I know you would have. I would have waited you out. <laughs> Paul's like, I'm very I, comfortable I with I can silence. do this all day long. I don't mm. know how long it would take before I would look up. Like, <laughs> are you okay? Up there? I don't know how long it would take. I don't, I don't think be it would have been long. <laughs> I think I would have said something. Yeah, for sure. Be encouraged. Be encouraged. <laughs> and turned it off. <laughs> Man, that last one was creepy, though. You're not allowed to say be encouraged like that <laughs> at the end of last episode. That was was it just breathy or what? I I don't know. I think it was there was something. I don't remember you, what it you, was. You you used like a voice. Be like, encouraged. <laughs> I like Stop that. It. That's kind of cool. You gotta mix it up every now and then. So, That's right. You know? Sure. Maybe maybe not. No, not like that. Okay, great. <laughs> I'll keep. Yeah. That's and, another that's another good number for us of the eleven. Who actually listens to the yeah, end? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. I you came in. Everybody Blake came in here and said like he's he's instead of listening to it later, he's gonna uh, sit in instead of listening to it later, he's just gonna sit in here and listen to it. Now I'm like, you're cutting down on my numbers, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a ten percent reduction this week for some reason. <laughs> the live audience has shrunk, or the live audience has grown. The you know counted audience has shrunk. That's not good. Anyway. Well, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll look and see. If you're one of the 11, give us any feedback, though. Was I too loud? Is that what was happening? Oh, just in my ears. Probably wasn't you. It was probably oh. It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. Um, well, are, are we going to team teach again this? No. Week? No? I, I just don't no, know anymore. No, it's just, <laughs> no, no, Redfern. It's just you, teach. Chris is, <laughs> you know, Chris is just going to tell us week to week what we're doing. So It's, it's so funny how... It hasn't been that long, but Mm-mm. it feels like forever since I just preached through a passage yep. to me. So I don't know how long it's been, but since I was, it was first, it was Second Peter. It wasn't First Peter. It was Second Peter. We made it all the way through Second Peter without not saying First Peter. How was that? Isn't that impressive? We still continue to no. say First Peter sometimes. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, without yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I was without like, not. I was like, I'm pretty sure we did it on a regular basis. <laughs> we did. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yep. Yeah. Without, I use the double negative. The double negative gets me every Ah, time. English. That's right. That's my old nemesis. Um, (laughs) but but we're moving on. We're actually we're moving we're moving back into the Old Testament. That's when we think of it. Yes. In First Samuel, we will start this Sunday, Lord willing. And I'm, I really am excited about it. I really am. I'm also freaked out about it because it's kind of like Judges. It's hard to teach. Can I can I ask a, a clarifying question? First and second Samuel aren't isn't it's not the same as like, hey, here are two different uh like first Peter and Second Peter are two different Epistles. letters. Yeah, two different letters. So first letters. and second Samuel though was one book originally. It was okay, one it book. Was one book. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, it's, it's one linear no, it's one narrative. There's not much linear about first and second Samuel, <laughs> but there's one semi linear narrative. Okay. Yeah. Semi linear. Yeah. There's Thanks one book that. it... Uh, the Septuagint split it into two yep. books, first and second kingdoms, mm-hmm. and then actually you had first and second kings. That was also one book in the Hebrew um, uh, Bible, and then 
the Septuagint, which was the, for those who don't know, is the Greek transliter- translation of the Bible into Greek um, about 250 um, years mm-hmm. after the birth of Christ. And the... Uh, um, Wait, after? After. No, B.C. No, BC. before. Yeah, before. Yeah, I was okay. Okay. 250 years before uh, the birth of Christ was translated into Greek. And uh, they actually did first and second kings as third and fourth kingdoms. So actually in the Septuagint, you had Interesting. first, second, third, and fourth kingdoms. No, I mean, it makes I'm sense. Not teaching, I'm not teaching. <laughs> I, I, think, I think we should do first, well, second, third, and fourth Samuel. Ne- hey, 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 never <laughs> wow. say never, Chris. Yeah, you, know what, you know how uh, the Lord that's responds right, to that's that. That's right. So, um, so does that mean that just as a natural transition, we'll go through first Samuel and then we'll go through second Samuel? That's the plan, yes. Yeah. Okay. The plan is to go from first Samuel to second Samuel. Cool. And I, so we'll be here for a while. Nice. Second Samuel has twenty something. What twenty? I'm looking it up real quick. I can remember twenty four uh, chapters. Okay. Um, and it it kind of end the, the the problem will be it does kind of end a little bit on a cliffhanger at the end of a little bit of the end of David's life, but we'll we'll, we'll I'll probably we'll at least I'll, I'll probably take a Sunday or two and summarize the kings. Okay. What happens after that? It, it all falls matter. apart. Spoiler alert. Well, that's actually when you do first, second, third, and fourth kingdoms, that makes sense because you're it is about the the unification and then the division of the kingdom of Israel. Mm-hmm. That's really what those four stories are largely about is you have the warring warring divided clans brought together under David, led under Solomon, and then divided under Solomon's sons and then just systematically destroyed by enemies. So it's it's pretty ugly. Yeah, it's the start in the the start of the establishment of the kings and then the their demise because mm-hmm. there was never the plan to have the king in the first place. And right. so it's right. God mm-hmm. giving over to the people um, what they asked for. What they asked for. So coming off of the time of the prophets through the judges, we then have the introduction that's where we run into Samuel. And so we have the people asking for a king to be like all the other nations when God is trying to specifically say you are not like other nations. And then, uh, obviously, Samuel's upset with that request, but goes to God, and he gives the people what they want. And so you get this, again, this reemergence, even in the beginning of, and wait, this is how we started the judges. And we saw how that worked out mm-hmm. when people did what was right in their own eyes. Mm-hmm. And then now we have God giving over again to the people mm-hmm. their desires, and then to ultimately show them how their desire... This is not, this is not how it's supposed to be. Not how it's supposed to be, and then ultimately then the the imagery of there will be a king, yeah. and you're, then again, it'll be me, and yeah. then it'll come through Jesus. There was supposed to be a king. Yeah. yeah. There so, will be a king. So when you, yeah. so Chris, when you start out an Old Testament book like this, that are you like laying groundwork right now? Oh, yeah, Is the entire kind of first what? sermon will be, this week for sure will be that. And then a lot of the first couple, so like we'll introduce, we'll meet somebody like Eli, uh-huh. And then we'll unpack what he okay, is. What is a high priest? Gotcha. Yeah, what they look like, what they wear, why do they exist? It's important to know why Samuel is so important given that Eli exists. Yeah. And, is, um, and then is when what what sermon will it be that I'll come and present Tucker to you to raise him? <laughs> <laughs> I, Maggie just needs to know. <laughs> She's supposed to plan ahead. It, it's good. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to spring that on I somebody. Think he, exactly. You should right. wait for one of our guest preachers. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. 
That sounds like a job for the church treasurer <laughs> or, his, or his assistant. That's one of the two. Assistant. The assistant to Paul. The... Paul did, you know, start to raise a lemur at one point. So right. I don't, I don't think it would be that different. Start to. Oh, he raised it, and then, then the lemur turned demonic. <laughs> well, as would happen if you know your father was taken from you, you know, such yeah. a vulnerable age. That's, I mean. Just hard, hard. The, the teachers uh, that would come in hard he, on Zoro. He used to he used to jump from lap to lap. I'm like, he will tear your face off if we <laughs> open the door. So, anyway, that's right. It's just yeah, misunderstood. That's old days. Imagine being raised by a father who thinks you're going to rip his face off. Oh, <laughs> right. That's where that goes. Yeah. Poor guy. So anyway, I'm not actually going to bring so my son. Like but Jonathan, but, but I mean, are, so you're going to be laying a lot of groundwork. We're going to be lot. when we hit something, we'll kind of go back and understand. Yes. Those types. Of yeah. And that will be that will be constant for us because yeah. you're talking about. I mean, it's it's hard enough when you're talking about a, a culture two thousand years ago. Now you're talking about a culture three thousand years ago, pre-Roman, pre-Greek, and so this is yeah. We were having very to do little this a lot this. in in Daniel. Yeah, um, this is before Daniel, so we're we're going to have to do it more. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is going to come up so it's, regularly. We're Those be, type of issues. I I, I, I have no doubt we're going to talk a lot about Abraham. We're going to be talking for, you know, it's just going to be good. Oh, yes. We get to do my favorite song, Father Abraham. It's the invitation. <laughs> That's oh, y'all. It's the invitation. <laughs> the invitation. We need to talk after this. Yeah, See I had me a, after. I was watching. Um, we always have to talk. <laughs> uh, Alistair Begg and did, and did his intro to... Um, intro to first Samuel that he did with his church. And he, um, one, he made a big deal about the fact that they did, they'd gone through Ephesians apparently recently, and he had averaged 14 sermons per chapter going through Ephesians. Whoa. And so he was like, so at that rate, going through first Samuel <laughs> should take about seven years. So he's like, so we'll be good at about 2028. 20, so it, so are you are you telling us that to prepare our hearts? Yeah, or just to make I you think, grateful. I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. Oh. I think it's going to take. I'm just just looking at it. I uh-huh. could be wrong about this, and I'm not in a rush. But it, I, I'm guessing about three Sundays per two chapters. That's probably going to be my ask. I'm going to guess at that okay. being about right. Now that won't be that way at first, because mm-hmm. when I'm going to have to stop a lot. Like when we stop and say, okay, right. what is what is like? I'm going to what I'm teaching this Sunday is largely going to be the tabernacle. Because we need to understand what the tabernacle is in order for even the very beginning sections to make any sense to us at all. And yeah. so I want us to have a correct picture of the tabernacle, its significance, why it matters, um, and and it's because it's going to be very important in Samuel. Okay. Um, have we talked about, because I don't know if we've talked about this, the, yeah. the idea of the tabernacle as a throne room? No, I don't think so. That's a that's a that's one way of engaging with it for sure. Yeah. It um, just... It, 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 occurred to me as we were talking about the the kingship of like where the kingship is actually supposed to lie right and you have like a warlord tent with the throne anyway yeah we could just what we should do is build a tabernacle let's get mike in here and we'll build it in the middle of the field and then we could all just take turns doing the sermon in the tabernacle Good idea. Um, no, I have seriously considered. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that's a reconstruction like of a tabernacle. Completely out of the. I mean, now that we've seen one, yeah, 
It doesn't seem like it'd be too incredibly hard. No, it'd be easier than a lot, lot of stuff. A lot of fabric that we're. Yeah, the fabric would be the hard part. This is a uh, Paul's like uh, no a fun camp story. The um, same thing got asked when uh, the speakers were talking through the tabernacle or the or the Bible study. Sorry, the Bible study that was there for the week was mentioning the tabernacle, and so one of the moms um, had just kind of casually mentioned of hey we should we should have something for the kids like they don't like my kids don't know what this is they should put something together. And um, so then a summer staffer uh, who was once related to a staff member here uh, <laughs> decided to take it upon himself and built it and did a fantastic job. It was so fun. It looked great from the outside. It was all, you know, again, a bunch of sheets and, mm-hmm. you know, the oh, wow. chairs that divided like the, you know, kind of areas or whatever. <laughs> and so first group of all these parents in the morning are, are walking their kids through and then you get inside, and there is this dove with red paint splattered on it, and like killed. Oh, it. Like, oh no! It, it, it took a little bit of a sharp turn for some of the younger kids. Oh. It was like it was so good, and, oh, then, no. and then what? It just takes one dead Man. pigeon. One Man. dead pigeon. One dead pigeon. Wow! That's so sad to, oh, that's to, to throw it off. It was really funny. Oh man! Just, I thought you were gonna say the staff yeah, of the camp stuff always. always does I didn't know that. That, like a, a skunk had made it into the <laughs> yeah, tents no. before, but no. like I was waiting, and then the no. dead pigeon. That's perfect with yeah. red paint. No, some of us got to experience the. A recreation of it in the desert of Zen. Oh wow! It was in twenty seventeen. Yeah, and it, it was, it was very doable. It just if you it depend on how authentic you wanted to do it because yeah. the challenge would be. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, we'd need to hi- buy lots of gold that we could hammer into certain shapes. So that would be a tough one. Uh, so we just get cold paint. <laughs> right. We could just sell one of our cameras. There you go, and, and therefore, you know, <laughs> not be authentic. Just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, one camera that ought to do it. Uh. Uh-uh. Um, but also the fabrics and that kind of stuff. How much would we want to do? But but no, we have fine, actually talked about it. Fine twine linen. Yeah, I think it, they got this says, at Target. It says it a lot. Um, um, yep. Yeah. Right. We can just go to the thread count at Target and make sure that we're buying it's, the good it's stuff. It's a fine line between people hearing that you've got a really cool recreation that they can go yes. experience and see it and like, oh, this makes sense to me, and, and, like a, and being a freak cult. Oh, and there's, there's a there's a fine line. Like, wait, why did they build a tabernacle? They Paul is here to make sure we're not a cult. That's right. We don't. I think start that's sacrificing Paul's, pigeons in our Paul's voice most of the time. Hey, eh, you've crossed the line. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're gonna funny. unpack. We've got those pictures. That kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna. We're using a video of me walking up okay, to the, yeah. that kind of stuff. It'll be really. Hopefully, okay. that'll be there and it'll be good. Let me know if you need something. Thank you. Because we've got a lot of pictures of that. <laughs> Lots of pictures that happened. It was very cool, and it was in a it was in a location that it might have been during during the forty years. Yeah, we don't understand why they haven't built a recreation of it at Shiloh yet. That makes no sense. So I, instead, they built a platform with a. It was ridiculous. Now was that one like done like to a T? The, the one in that, Zen. Y- yeah. Yes. Or, okay. It was. It was as close as you could probably reconstruct it. Cool. And it was down um, by the Red Sea. Yeah. So it like. That the down by the Red Sea, the terrain is different. Oh yeah, um, and you definitely get that like, wow, this is um. I mean, you know, it's not like the sand deserts that you and you'll talk about that. I'm sure um, that you might have been thinking of when you thought about the desert in Israel. It's 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 super rocky. Yeah, um, but there were these um, the where it's built in is kind of this valley. Um, and it's just expansive and you can see anyway, 
how they might have set up camp around the tabernacle. It was neat. Yeah, That's awesome. it really was. So a lot of cool things to unpack. That'll oh, be, yeah. yeah, we'll be unpacking that stuff to build towards that. Um, but then um, uh, Alistair, when Beg got to the, this part of it, he, he worked his way through and he started the first sentence. And he said, he joked about, because this the first sentence in First Samuel, he, he joked about how it's not exactly a, you know, it's not an eye catcher that makes you just, I can't wait to keep reading this. Interesting. It starts with mostly this. because I can't pronounce can't even that pronounce name. any of the names. There was well, a certain man of Ramatham Zophim of the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, an Ephrathite. Oh, good. Yep. Man, can't wait to see what happens next. Well, you know, I I got to remind remind myself that at, at some point these were probably well known names, and they knew what knew how to pronounce them. And now I'm like, I, I really am hoping I'm not just butchering everything. Right. But, or at some point, not just known how to pronounce, but known names. Yeah. Known names. Right. People. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a, it may be that some of these people were well known enough. I mean, there are, they did make it in the beginning here, but it is, it, you know, there's fascinating that this family is honored and we're going to talk about that. Why, why they get to have this role, which is kind of neat. Um, but also, then the verse 2 starts with, he had two wives. So I need to unpack polygamy in the Bible a little bit and why God allows that. That's a big question. Um, so, yeah, and then we'll start going through the narrative. And uh, it shifts over pretty quickly from them. But, but it's a, even just chapter 1, you run into so many things that let you know this is a, this is a tough time. Yeah, spiritually, this is a really tough time. It's a dead time, and it it just quickly tanks. Yeah, um, and so God starts the process of calling up people who can, who will serve Him and worship Him rightly in the midst of a kingdom where where apparently almost no one is. Yeah, and that's a okay. That's pretty tough. That's awesome. a way to start doing what's right now. That's right. Anyway, um, and then Redfern, what? Are, I know we haven't like spent a lot of time, but are there specific like are there specific things with what we're seeing themes that we'll probably pick up on as we're kind of preparing our hearts for the message kind of starting off? What's what's kind of your initial thought? Sure. That? So my my initial thought is there there are certain big things like we we're um you know, we're we're gonna talk about uh God's kingship, and we don't really understand kingship. So there's there's going to be a lot of, and I talk about this in uh, the worship class that I've done before. We we as Americans really don't understand kingship. Okay, I, we don't we don't we don't intuit it. Our intuition is for self. Um, we are our own kings. Mm. Every every man is the king of his own castle, right? Um, and so very proud of that. Very, very proud of that. And that's just where our brains come from. So the idea of not being a king feels like a really negative thing. Um, but it's not when you're submitted to the right king. Um, and so I think there's going to be a lot of that of understanding. You know, we'll talk about or we'll sing about um, his provision. We'll sub- sing about submission to him. Um, we'll sing about identity. We're going to sing about um, uh, his 
devotion to us, and so our devotion to Him, um, that that flows um, through that. I mean, there's there's a lot of different aspects that you know. This is one of those ones that's going to be it's going to be hard not to talk. I I really don't like um, worship pastors that talk too much. So that's a note for you, Colson. If you could <laughs> keep your mouth shut, that would right. really be helpful. I, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can do that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Blake is motion, but a lot of those <laughs> just be quiet. Sorry, a lot of those things um, about you know our our you know worth coming from what he says about us rather than what the world says about us there's there are going to be so many things like there's, this is there's a, there's first there's and second samuel has a lot in it like i don't as i started thinking about it i was like i i found myself getting excited about things and then realizing oh that's like we're we're probably a year away from talking about that like i got to make sure and and focus on uh, the beginning here and honestly the beginning of first samuel is one of my favorite stories, uh, just that um, redemption that God graciously gives Hannah, um, even though like her her worth was never in having a son, but it meant a lot to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so God, you know, was merciful and gracious mm-hmm. to her um, inside of that story, and. Uh, gave her something, and her devotion that like poured out from his devotion to her. There's there there is a. You know we we look to leaders of countries to solve problems that are too big for any one of us to solve for ourselves. And I feel like you know right now it's it's kind of this. You know there's a disillusion that disillusionment. Sure. Sorry. Um, that's happened with a lot of Americans of like, oh, well, like uh, we, we got leaders who are lying to us and leaders who are corrupt and leaders who are telling us things that uh, just make them look good. And I mean, all the all the different things. Um, and so, you know, there's that like understanding of world leaders yeah. being humans as well. Um, and I think... As Christians, we're like we should be like, yeah, we knew that. Mm-hmm. We have a king who is none of those things, yeah. who doesn't lie to us, who doesn't sacrifice us for their good. Like he has sacrificed himself for us. Um and who cares about these things that matter to us and he is willing to show us in little ways, you know, throughout the course of our life that he loves us. I'm going to tell this story and I, I, I hate talking about stuff like this. Cause I, I don't want to like, I'm not putting the weight of my faith on, on things like this, but it, it's just one of those, when you have faith in God and something happens like this, I think you can, like it's my tendency to then like wave it off like no that's because that's not like foundational like i don't i'm just going to pretend like that you know didn't didn't happen or that was just a coincidence and blah 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 
But the other day I was um, preparing for Devoted Sunday and I was getting all the uh, stuff ready. And I don't like I'm not super OCD, but I've got a little bit of that inside of me that I get. I just get frustrated by little things and it's nice when everything works out well, but it's fine. Like it's it's not going to mm-hmm. like keep me up at night. But um, we had to put out. I don't know. It's like. 16 ba- um, trays. Oh, my God. I almost did it again. <laughs> Baskets. Baskets. 16 trays. Of the communion. Of the communion stuff. And that's a lot. Like, there's 70 per. Um, so I was, you know, busy doing the, like, double, like, you cup, cracker, cup, uh, juice. Like, so I was going through. I did all the cups, did all the crackers, did all the cups, and started doing all the juice. And as I was going through like these boxes of these cups in order to get this um, done, I was looking at all the cups that were left and I'd broken some and, you know, just trying to make sure that we don't have uh, crackers floating in juice like we've had in the past sometimes. Just um, get it all over with. Just get it all. I mean, you know, like That's not getting through all of it. And, and my mind is going to like, okay, how many like of these, like I've, I've got to make sure that I've got only one box left with however many like uh, cups are inside. Like I just, I don't want to make this harder on the next people. And so I'm going through all this in my head and I, I'm like, Oh, it's going to be close. Like I've got this box of stuff. It's going to be close. I I think I'm going to have to open a whole new box to get like one sleeve out for this thing. And I'm not kidding. Like on the second round of cups, I, I get to the last, basket and i'm like i'm fretting about it i'm like this is ridiculous like god i just i please this would you know just a a quick like prayer of like it let me have enough i get all the way through the thing and i put the last cup on the last slot and i was like i i don't really have words for that like it it doesn't matter to anybody else there's gonna be what 13 people now that have heard this story like <laughs> it it doesn't matter to anyone else it mattered to me and that l- like little things like that that I I just want to write off that's a crazy coincidence like whatever it's like no I I asked for it and God gave it to me I don't know how he how much he like had to rewrite the <laughs> Or not how many, rewrite, how many but the, cups you pulled out of the sleeve and it kept appearing. And yeah, yeah. right. Like I don't know how many times that oil, happened. Lamp and oil, right? <laughs> the lamp and oil stuff. But it was it was what I needed, and it was that. And I, I like I I stopped myself when that happened. Like you know I've still got to fill up the juice in all of them. So I was really like, please don't break a juice like a one of the cups while you're doing the juice. Like that would be so strange. But it was that like this is so dumb. That this matters. Like anybody, any rational person would say, this doesn't matter. But it mattered to me. And it, you know, he said yes to it when he didn't have to. And I'm like, that type of thing, like a a king of the world, a king of the universe, a king who's overall and created all and whatever, and is still cares about just the tiniest 
I don't even know what to call it. It's not a whim. It's the tiniest imperfect desire of one of his creations. That's like it's it's hard for me not to overflow with praise in that moment for my heart not to be like wow how insignificant am i and yet the lord thinks on me mm-hmm. like there's there's too much there mm. um and it's i i know like it's it's little bitty but it's also huge yeah. and again that's not Okay. That's not something to put your <laughs> the foundation of your faith in, but it's it's definitely something that will, you know, topple the the you know, cup that he's filling to overflowing. Mm. Right. Yeah. Anyway. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. So as as we're getting ready, as people who are listening are getting ready, would you suggest read through Oh my gosh, yes. First okay. chapter of yeah. Samuel. Maybe even I, I know that the uh, Bible Project has kind of an overview of they do First Samuel. We'll I would do an overview of Judges as well, okay. mm-hmm. um, like do an overview of Judges and then read maybe the first chapter chapter of uh, Samuel. But you know, if you've got like an introduction in your Bible to First Samuel or anything like that, just pay attention to what's happening in the context of just 1 kind Samuel. of just kind of prime the pump. That's yes. Right. Okay. Very, very cool. Be encouraged. <laughs> <laughs>